Hey, hey, what's up, Heart Fam? Welcome back to the Heartlift Podcast, where we know physical beauty is fleeting, but character, now that's lasting. It's time to grow together, so come get yourself a Heartlift. Hello, hello. It's so good to have you guys back. Welcome to this week's episode. You know what? We're just going to jump on in. I'm excited. I hope you are. Today, we're going to be asking ourselves a question. It's a question you may have asked yourself before, or maybe you've never even thought to ask yourself this question, or maybe you have wanted to answer this question you've asked yourself, but you just don't really know how to go about answering it. Well, we're going to cover all of that today, and we're going to dig deep together. We're going to do the work that most people avoid because we want to improve. We need to address the condition of our heart in order to self-improve and live our best life. So here we go. Okay, so the question. The question is, how is my heart? Have you ever tried to talk to your heart? (laughs) Have you ever had a conversation with your heart? Okay, so not literally, right? I'm not sitting here having conversations back and forth with my heart, but we're trying to figure out what the condition of our heart is. What is our current status of our heart? In other words, how are you? How are you doing? Leanne, how are you doing today? Are you okay? Well, it's honestly, it might, I don't know. It depends on the person, I guess, but it might sound like a weird question why would I ask myself how I am? I'm always asking other people how they are. Why am I going to ask myself? Well, you're the only person responsible for yourself, right? If you decide to stop taking care of yourself, you might have some loved ones around you that try to encourage you in the right direction. But if you don't want it for yourself, it's not going to happen. So we need to take responsibility for ourselves And we're going to have to do some work, some heart work. And it is work. That's why most people avoid this question. It's very common for people to avoid. There's problems with that though, because over time, things build. Problems, issues that you've never addressed become this mountain that almost seems impossible to overcome. So that's why we're going to address it today. And if you can do this weekly, feel free to come back to this episode and do this activity, this exercise every week. I try my best to do it daily. It makes such a big difference. Carl Rogers, one of the most distinguished thinkers in psychology once said, the curious paradox is that when I accept myself just as I am, then I can change. In other words, we need to reflect. We need to reflect on the condition of how we are. A lot of the times we know that we're not going to like what we see in that reflection in the mirror. And I'm not going to lie. Sometimes my mental or condition of my heart reflection is something similar to an ogre, a monster. I'm not okay. Like I'm furious. I'm aggravated. I'm frustrated. I'm overwhelmed and who wants to stare at an ogre in the mirror? Nobody. But 
it's necessary. So what do we got to do? Okay. So when I try to look at the condition of my heart, I think there are three main things you need to look at. The first one being feelings. What feelings are you feeling? (laughs) What emotions am I experiencing? Think about them. Say it out loud. It's not weird to talk to yourself, I promise. It might be in the grocery store. I wouldn't say do it there because they might think you're crazy. But if you're home by yourself with a kid, just talk about your feelings out loud. Make it the norm. It's really not that weird, I promise. We do it as a former educator. We would do that with students. When they were having a mental breakdown, talk about your feelings. Sometimes they didn't understand what they were feeling until they sat, reflected, and started naming the feelings, putting a name to what they're feeling. What emotions are you experiencing? Write them down. What are my feelings? What am I feeling? Okay, and then after you identify your feelings, start to look at your actions. What are you doing? How are you acting? How are you reacting? Are you acting in immediate frustration? Are you immediately overwhelmed when a simple thing happens? Like like you dropped all the blueberries on the ground. And you act like you just lost $5,000 or someone slapped you in the face. And it's not the fact that you dropped the blueberries. It's that your child is screaming at you for food. It's that you didn't get any sleep. It's that you haven't met your needs. So pay attention to how you're acting. Also, the withdrawing part. Are you withdrawing? Are you constantly tired even though you you got a lot of sleep? You've had your coffee, but you're tired? Mm, I don't know. Are you tired or are you just overwhelmed? And you want to put your head down because you don't want to think about everything that's on your plate. Okay, so we've figured out what we're feeling. We've identified our actions. How are we acting? Now we're going to look at our productivity. What have I accomplished? What am I getting done? What am I not getting done? What am I putting off? Am I able to complete normal tasks? Is it a chore to take care of myself? Have I fed myself today? Have I brushed my teeth? Have I put deodorant on? Have I brushed my hair? Have I taken a shower? Now, no judgment as a mom. Trust me, I know. I'll I'll go days without showering. If you're a mom, you know what I'm talking about. But there's a difference when you're intentionally putting things off versus just not having the time for it. How productive are you when you're in a darker place, when you're overwhelmed, when you feel like almost like you're paralyzed, that you only do the bare minimum. There's something wrong. Your heart is not okay, but it's a good thing that you're looking at the condition of your heart because just like the quote we mentioned earlier, as soon as you identify, reflect, and find the condition of your heart, it's there where you can start to change and start to self-improve. So once we've identified these three things, you looked at your heart, you found the condition, you've put a name to it. Now we can dig a little deeper. 
Okay, so I have four next steps. The first one, we need to identify a source. This feeling, whatever feeling, emotion, condition that you've named your heart to be at, there's a reason and there's a source. It might be more than one, but there is a source. I'm going to give you an example. Back in early postpartum, I started realizing that I would get to this point where I couldn't handle anything. Honestly, my mind was really weak. Every little thing just jumped me to immediate frustration. I was angry. I was mad. I was overwhelmed. I was sad. I was all of the negative emotions and it was really like, I can only describe it as thick. (laughs) That might sound weird, but it was just thick and I felt like I couldn't get out of it. Like I was trying to move through pudding. (laughs) Guys, I don't know why my mind thinks of analogies like that, but we're just going to roll with it and I'm just being myself. So take it or leave it. Okay. So it's just thick, right? Like you're in the thick of it. You can't get out of it. And I realized because I love to reflect. I've always loved to self-improve and I'm like, Leanne, no, we can't have this. What's going on? And I realized it was happening weekly the same like of course like I've had I'll have bad moments daily don't think I'm this perfect human because I'm not but I was getting to that really 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 bad place weekly and I'm like okay well what is going on why is it happening weekly is there a certain day that it happens and I started to realize that yes there was a specific day that it was happening in the week and it was on Saturdays why Saturdays? And I realized it's, oh, well, because I haven't had a day off. When you're a stay at home mom, you don't have those scheduled end days off like you usually do in a corporate job, right? So that was a source. My quote unquote end of work week was just all piling up and I just needed a break. On top of that, it was my husband's busy season. And so of course, when it's my husband's busy season, That means it's my busy season because less days off for him means less days off for me. But the point is, guys, because I did this, because I identified a source, I realized I wasn't going crazy. (laughs) There was a reason. There's a source to my madness. And it was because I was running on no steam. No, of course. Does that solve your problem? No, absolutely not. But it's kind of helps you start to perspective shift. Okay. I'm not going crazy. I'm, you know, I don't need extra help. I, I can figure this out because I know where it's coming from, which takes us to number two. We need to ask ourselves, is our source changeable? We're going to put our situation, our source into two categories. Is it changeable or is it not simple as that? So let's take my husband's busy season as an example. Is that something we can change? No, nope, can't happen, can't do it, can't change it. So that tells me since it's not changeable, there's nothing I can do about the situation, but there's something I can do about my mindset. Guys, everything we go through is going to benefit us In the long run, trust me, I know that's annoying to hear when you're in the thick of it, but if we can learn this principle, it's going to make it that much easier when we're in the thick of it. 
because we are changing our mindset. So for example, my husband and his busy season, well, what is that doing for me? Like what, what am I gaining from that? What's the benefit you're probably asking? I am gaining some mind muscles. (laughs) Is that corny? I don't care because it's true. I'm gaining patience. I'm gaining perseverance. I'm gaining mental strength to persevere the situation, whatever it is that I'm going through. And I honestly even think like this futuristically in the moment. It helps. If you think this way, we don't plan to stop at one child. So if I can't handle this one child right now, it's helping me. It's preparing me for the future to handle two. I'm increasing my patience, increasing my strength. You know what I'm saying? Everything we go through benefits us, benefits future you. And if it doesn't directly benefit future you, it's going to benefit someone else. You'll be able to support someone else that's going through what you went through. To me, that's worth it, man. We are here to help others, to impact others. Okay, but that, you know, that's a whole nother message. Let me <laughs> stay on track. One of my favorite scriptures that relates to perseverance is found in James 1, 2 to 4. It says, count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produced steadfastness and let steadfastness, can't say that word, and let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete lack and nothing. So this perseverance, it just produces goodness. There was two categories, right? So what if the source is changeable? What do we do? We need to find out, is it, I mean, is there something we can do about it? I'm going to give you an example. There's times where I find myself extremely agitated daily. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. What's going on? What's going on? Well, it's because I have a lack of me time. That's my source. Is that changeable? Yeah. I can't change the fact that my husband's busy, but I can change the fact that I'm giving myself me time. So as much as it takes effort and when you're a busy person, you know, you just, that last little ounce of effort that you have, you don't want to use, but it's worth it. For example, this is one thing that I did. I acted on that feeling of unfulfillment and I put this podcast together after it being on my heart, God speaking to me. And it's just something that has really brought me joy. Is it work? Heck yes. I mean, literally just 20, 20 minutes ago, I was on the couch. I shouldn't have sat down because I almost didn't come up here and finish this podcast. I just wanted to sit. But now that I'm in it, I took, I made the decision. I took action. I'm here now and I feel so good. And I know the rest of the day I'm going to feel fulfilled. If you don't take action, you become increasingly frustrated and it can turn into something worse where now you're at a point where you're depressed or you're anxious and it's much harder to work through. So take advantage now. Don't allow yourself to get to that state where it's harder to work through so you can do something about it and be effective now. Another thing, don't catch yourself making it an unchangeable situation when it is changeable. Don't lie. You've done it. I know most of us have done it. Have you ever said, I just don't have any time. I'm just so busy. 
Okay, true, true, right? It might it might be truth. Yeah, you might be busy, especially if you're a mom. If you're a working mom, my gosh, it is so hard. There's just not enough time in the day, it feels like. Guys, but even five minutes can make a difference. Five minutes of time daily over a month. Here, let me do some math real quick. What would that be? Okay, so on average, there's 30 days in a month. Five times 30 is 100 and 150. <laughs> I can do math, guys, I promise. 150, which means that's two and a half hours that you got to yourself. You can build something with those five minutes. You can do a daily devotional, whatever it is, whatever it is that you want to do. You want to take up crocheting for yourself and knitting. That five minutes a day, I'm sure will build a blanket. Honestly, I don't know. You tell me because I've never knitted in my life, but you would get somewhere. Maybe you want to build a business. In that month, you could have built your outline, your vision, your mission, your goals. It took you somewhere, right? Instead of saying, I have no time, you decided, well, at least I can find five minutes. And I'm sure, almost positive, depending on your situation, there's even more than five minutes. I've been waking up an hour earlier just to work out so I don't have to do it during my little girl's nap time which means that I can pursue this now. She's napping, I'm building, I'm podcasting, I'm doing what's on my heart. So let me encourage you, find the time. Don't make a changeable situation unchangeable in your mind. If you say that it's unchangeable when it's really changeable, it's gonna stay unchangeable. It's up to you. Okay, so I have more next steps for you, but we are going to save that for next week's episode. They're really important, these last two. So make sure you tune in for next week's episode so we continue diving deep into our heart, asking ourselves, how is our heart and what can we do about it? Can I pray for you? Dear God, thank you so much for being who you are and loving us so well. Thank you for giving us tools. Thank you for giving us strength and power over our mind where we can truly transform our minds if we put in the effort and change our perspective. I pray for each listener that you encourage them this week. And we ask all these things in Jesus name. Amen. Listen, I hope you finish this episode feeling encouraged. You can find me on Instagram at the heartlift podcast for more updates weekly encouragement and I would love to hear from you send me a dm let me know how this episode spoke to you all right heart fam god bless and I'll see you next week